0: Hey winner, welcome to Red Hot Mindset. Thank you so much for joining me today. We are well into the new year and I have a special guest for you today. Maybe you're like me and in every job or role you've held, you have felt something missing or you've just longed to have something that's your own. I've only ever known working odd jobs and multiple of them as my husband and I navigated our way through early adulthood and parenthood. My most stable and longest lasting job, was in the restaurant where I started as a host and I worked my way up to restaurant management, which actually was a fancy way of saying, I'll pay you for 40 hours, but you'll work for 60 plus and we will own your schedule and your time. Don't get me wrong. I actually loved what I did. I think a part of me thrives in the chaos and fast-paced environment that a restaurant brings, but something was missing. I wasn't feeling fulfilled and I felt God had another calling on my life. If that's you today, listen in, because my guest today is going to bring the fire and share her story of leaving a very stable corporate career to build her own business and inspire others to do the same. You can find joy right where you're at in whatever season or job you are in, and you're called to do that. If you are in a season of motherhood, embrace that gift. If you are in a season as a working mom, be intentional with the time you have and be an example in your workplace and home learn to live joyfully wherever you are, and work to get where you feel God is leading you next. Lisa Williams is an Alaska girl born and raised, married with three kids. She's a lifelong learner, loves to travel, and sings in a praise band. She was blessed with a successful recruiting career for more than 27 years, but eventually took the advice she had given countless others and went on a journey to find her passion and what she would do next in life. Through that journey, Lisa entered the world of business builders and entrepreneurs. She has taken the skills she mastered in corporate America and has shifted to helping others find their true passions and a business pursuits. Lisa is an believer, wealth mentor and chief inspiration officer at Lisa Williams Co. Creator of the Perfect Side Gigs Program. Throughout her years in the corporate career, she was blessed with financial freedom and reached a net worth of nearly $2 million. Lisa's goal is to empower, equip and inspire 1 million to hire themselves. The mission at Lisa Williams Co. is to bring joy and passion to people's lives through the principles of business building and entrepreneurship. One of her many whys is that her children will never have an employee mindset. They'll be lifelong learners and continue to find the next version of themselves. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Welcome to Red Hot Mindset, I'm your host, Gabe Cox, and through this podcast, I'm on a mission to help you step into the fire of refinement so God can mold and transform you into a woman ready to step into your calling and crush your goals, His way. I do this by helping you overcome your mental barriers through a faith-based approach of building inner strength and resilience. Each episode, I will bring you thought process, productivity tips, and inspirational stories from everyday people, all so you can live intentionally and move forward confidently with the gifts God has given you. As a running enthusiast, I believe that life is one massive marathon and it's up to you to run your own race and to finish it well. Step into the fire with me because I know you will come out stronger. Hey, Lisa, I am so excited to have you join us on Red Hot Mindset and I'm really excited to dive into your story. I think that my audience is really going to love hearing your dream come true story. Thanks, Gabe. I'm so happy to be here. We we have so much fun
1: together. (laughs) Oh my
0: goodness, we do. And honestly, we just met recently. Uh, We're both a part of an anthology that is coming out. It might be out already, but it's coming out pretty soon here. And it's uh, with the Lemonade Stand. It's called the Lemonade Stand. And we share struggle, victory stories in there and different lessons that we learned. And so it's a really, really fun way to glean wisdom from multiple different women uh, in different journeys of life in different age groups and different everything. And so we come together and we collaborated on this. And it's been really, really great. So it's been so fun to get to know you, Lisa, because I feel like we've known each other for a long time, because I feel like we have some kindred spirit in there. Um, We both have some of the same values and Uh, same type of missions in inspiring and impacting others. And um, so I just love that. I love that. I love making these connections and networking online. And it's cool that we can do that.
1: Absolutely. Me too.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So before we dive in, can you just share a little bit about you? Um, Maybe a little about your family and where you come from?
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So um, Alaska girl born and raised uh, back in, I'm almost 50. So a long time ago. Um, have three amazing kiddos. I have a blended family, which I am so blessed to co-manage with my husband and my ex-husband and his wife, where we've managed to craft this crazy blended family, which is wonderful. Um, and I was an employee for a really long time in uh, the wonderful profession of recruiting, made a wonderful living for myself and my family. And found myself at a time of transition about three years ago. So hired myself about three years ago now, and now we're on a mission to help others do the same.
0: I love it. I love it. There's so many places we could go with our stories. because I know. I know. Struggle victory <laughs> stories. Um, yeah. We'll have to do it again sometime, but yeah. again, there's just so many facets that we, so many paths we could don't go down. Today, we're going to talk about your corporate career and okay. transitioning into owning your own dream job. And I love this because I think there's so many people out there, especially some of my listeners who probably have that in the back of their mind that they want to own their own time, their own career, uh, you know, and have just the reins and the choices that it brings. And so I think that they are going to really be impacted by it. Can you share, uh, share just a little bit about your corporate background? What did you do? You've been in corporate for, you were in corporate for 25 or 27 years yeah, yeah. Almost 27. Yeah. yeah you had a And, system. you know, um, yep.
1: Yep. I, and I did, you know, I've landed quite by accident. Like I find most people do, you know, there's so few people that I think are actually fortunate to really have an idea of what they want to do from graduation from college or high school. You know, I was, I was a psychology major, you know, had this degree and didn't know what to do with it. So just started applying for for opportunities and moved to California and was looking for a job. This was, I'm dating myself a bit. This was back in like 93 and it was the days of the yellow pages. And I went um, to a temp agency and I uh, was looking to help them have me, you know, ha- have them help me find a job. And they wanted me to take a typing test. And I was like, yeah, I'm not going to do you any good there, but I want to know what you do. And that kind of just started it. A couple hours later, I landed my first job in recruiting. And, you know, for those recruiters out there, you know what I mean. It's one of those roles that most people don't even really know about. Um, But if you try it and you love it, it gets in your blood. And it's very, um, it's just a wonderful way to make an impact on other people's lives. Make a great living for your family. I mean, I was fortunate to make multiple six figures the bulk of my career and, um, you know, I, how cool you, you have a job where you're helping others find a job, right? Mm-hmm. Well, fast forward, um, you know, through that transition, I, I had 19 bosses in, in 23 years at my last firm. So, you know how it is when you have a new boss, it's like a whole new agenda. So there's yep, that. Yep. Um, I also, with, with the economy changing, I had my income cut in half three times. Um, I was a hundred percent commission. The majority of my career. So that that part I really loved because I've always loved not having like a cap on what I could make, right? Mm-hmm. Not that's not for everyone, but for those that can embrace that mindset, I would so encourage you to do so because it just gives you a lot more freedom. Um, but this last time my income was cut due to a client kind of changing priorities, and that had been someone I've worked with for a really long time. And it was kind of like I was starting over again and I was just like not really loving it, you know? And so just started exploring what I would do next and started saying yes to a whole bunch of things and accidentally landed in a side gig that I fell in love with in the financial education space. It's a passion I've always had since I was a single mom and had to really get, get a very clear picture on my finances many years ago. Um, and from there, I just completely immersed myself in this crazy world of entrepreneurship that I really knew nothing about. And since then, you know, now we have, our company is all about, I've simply switched from recruiting for a job to I'm a business matchmaker. And I help people identify truly what their gifts are, what they're, what they're meant to do with those gifts. I find so many of us are, not using our gifts to our fullest potential. I certainly wasn't myself. And, um, a lot of people are on this like corporate hamster wheel of life. I was certainly on that, that hamster wheel. And I wasn't really giving a great example to my kids any longer. Um, when it comes to, you know, I believe that God uses all of us to, you know, commune with others and create you know, create opportunities for connections with others. And I had kind of stopped doing that a little bit, you know? So um, yeah, I I really just, when I do anything, I kind of dive in feet feet first and um, I, I've been going crazy since then. So, um, so our company is, um, you know, it really is a combination of a business coaching, business strategy, marketing um, and then right now, we partner with 10 companies that all represent home-based business opportunities for families. And our goal is really to help families transition from that employee mindset to kind of entrepreneur mindset, having additional income streams so that they can really create their their own stimulus check, if you will.
0: Yeah, I love that. I love it. And I think it's really neat because you kind of walk people through um, the discovery portion and really wanting to cater it because sometimes people will just uh, start a business because they think it's going to be what's best or it'll make the money or whatnot, but then they don't find the joy in it or the fulfillment. And I think there, there's something to say about having both. And we're not always going to enjoy our job. There's going to be things about it. We don't, right. like. We don't like administration kinds of things like making yeah. notes for this podcast is like, I don't like doing it. We'll just call it that. But I love being able to share people's stories, I love doing these interviews. I love writing, and so most of it is a passion. But you can find joy mm-hmm. in anything you do, and I just love that. Now, as far as your journey, did you kind of have that idea right away when you said, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna jump in and hire myself," or was it a process? Was no, it, it was definitely,
1: process? yeah, definitely an iterative process. Um, you know, my first, the first business I started. I really embraced it fully. And I, I probably put maybe 10 to 12 hours a week. Initially, I was working full time. I have three kiddos. You know, my my mom actually got sick shortly after I started my side gig. And so I, I guess my point was I didn't have a lot of time. So for maybe people that are thinking, well, how can I possibly fit something else in? I didn't have a lot of time. But what I had a deeper de- desire for was I was tired of having a boss. I was tired of having a new boss every year. I was tired of having my inca- income dictated by market conditions or a client. Um, I really wanted to really have more control, and I knew that if um, I knew that if I carved out and I created space now in my life to fit this in, that eventually it would pay me. You know continue to pay me in the future, and would create that, you know, time and money freedom that I so craved. So I, I think for that's one thing, it's definitely been iterative, iterative, you know, mm-hmm. it took me about a year and a half to leave my, my corporate job. But I was very purposeful about it. You know, I gave myself a goal and a target. Um, and I think with anything, if you you're, you're brilliant at this, Gabe, like you, you know, you know, if you give yourself a goal and it's their smart goals and they're measurable and you you're consistent and persistent with it, there's nothing there's no reason you can't accomplish it. Um, I, I it's funny as as time has gone on and now, it, you know, we're, we're approaching three years. I find it interesting because so many people, I think they want the life that entrepreneurs have mm-hmm. or at least they pers- they think they have but they aren't necessarily willing to put the time in that others are willing to put in, you know? Um, and so I, I think I just ask people, you know, think about your life today. If you want it to be different and you don't do anything, what's it gonna look like in 12 months from now, right? So um, finding and creating space, you know, now I'm full-time and I was just thinking this weekend, I absolutely, I, I absolutely love Mondays. I love, I love, I love Tuesdays. I love every single day because I don't feel like I'm working. I feel like I'm doing exactly what I was meant to do.
0: And I love helping
1: others find that
0: too. I love that. And I think that's important. So, and I think what I I hear you say when the fact that it's a process and that what you thought you were going to be doing is not what you're doing at all, but now you love what you're doing. It's kind of, I think a lot of people are scared of the entrepreneurial, um, path because plan A usually doesn't work out. It's never uh-huh. plan A that's gonna get you there. You have to learn how to shift and keep moving until you find what works and what works for yeah. right, you. You know, yeah. and so I think a lot of people quit at plan A. If that doesn't pan out, it's like, oh well, that wasn't meant to be. Well, that's right. not true. Nothing comes without hard work. So I think it's cool that you were willing to shift and pivot until you found that direction and that passion.
1: Yeah, there's this, um, you know, one of the things that I've loved most is that I really, really believe really the only thing I'm doing is I'm just work, working purposely on becoming the better version of me Mm -hmm. and I'm helping others do that. I just, I was like, honestly, I realized looking back now, I can't even believe all the things that I've accomplished um, through the grace of God. Truly, I owe it all to him. And I, you know, and I'm, I'm excited and I'm proud of that. And I I was thinking the other day, when I was in corporate for so long, I was considered one of the top 10% of a billion-dollar, you know, firm. I was, by all intents and purposes, you would have thought, you know, this girl's got it made, and I, I did in a lot of ways, and yet I couldn't remember the last time I learned something new or felt true joy in what I was doing and more importantly the clients that I was serving they were coming to me looking to find a job but I felt like they were act they were actually wanting to be something new you know and so it's just such a cool you know thing that God does where I really believe that there's things that we're meant to do in our lives and he's been preparing me my whole life for for this business and I don't know what it's gonna look like this time next year who knows but I'm excited to find out you know and I'm not afraid and that's one thing I just so encourage people don't be afraid you know think about the when you first graduated from college you didn't know what the heck you were doing you know you weren't you weren't you weren't fearful then I mean some people are but I certainly wasn't I didn't know what I was doing. I just jumped in and I learned it. And then it became old, B- old hat, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah, it, exactly. It's it's true. And I think the fear comes in the unknown. But you know mm-hmm. what? In order to have something good, we have to step into the unknown. But we have, and knowing that God is right there, guiding every step if we're willing to just listen and do mm-hmm. what he calls us to do. Um, we're never going to know the next step until we get where he's already, where he wants us. And then he'll show us the next step. Right. And so it's kind yeah. of that progression. It's a stepping stone progression. Um, I love that you call yourself an entrepreneur. Ble- ble- I can't even say it. Entre- believer, Right. Yeah. And that, guessing no. that, means that you're intertwining your faith with your business. And I love that because I do the same. Um, can you just share a little bit about how you do that?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's one of my favorite things about having my own business is my faith has always been the driver in my life. You know, since I was a little girl, mom and dad, they just gave me such an amazing example of being faithful followers and, and, you know, forgiveness has always been a big part. A a lot of lessons I've learned in life have been around forgiveness. Um, And just, I mean, just an example of that, you know, in corporate America, you really are not um, encouraged to talk about your faith. Mm-hmm. And it, it's, it's, you know, in some ways you can get in trouble if you talk about it. You know, now that has has evolved over time. By the end of my tenure in corporate, I actually was leading a Bible study, you know, at various times in, in my corporate life. Um, but I guess what I love most about what I do now is I really believe that that entrepreneurs are the hands of God. I really believe that, you know, innovation happens in our world because of, of people that think outside the box and aren't afraid to take risks. Um, I never, by the way, ever, ever dreamed of having my own business. Never dreamed. I didn't even, couldn't even spell entrepreneur, you know, <laughs> De- didn't, didn't go to all these self-improvement things. So I'm, I'm saying like, I'm almost 50. So it doesn't matter how old you are. It, I think It matters. Really ask yourself, am I truly, if I die tomorrow, um, will I be truly using the gifts, all of the gifts that God meant for me to use? Um, and if the answer is no, then start, start exploring what might be next, you know? And for me, um, that's been one of my favorite parts is, is intertwining my faith, you know, the people that I work with, that I partner with in business. It's very much a pillar of our company. Um, The pillars of our firm are faith, family, finance, and philanthropy. Um, I love to give back. I love to um, help nonprofits find ways to increase their revenue stream that's not traditional. Um, You know, and I I just think there's so many ways that we can be followers of Jesus. And and by the way, I do believe um, more people that are good people need to need to make more money you know we didn't i i have this mentor in business she's so funny she um her name's laurel langmeyer and she has this comment she always makes that cracks me up she's like christopher christopher columbus did not discover this great country so we could be a bunch of employees and live paycheck to paycheck you know <laughs> we we started as a country of entrepreneurs and now we're 90 percent employees and 90 percent of employees in my opinion because of my own personal experience, I can speak with authority on this: that are living life way less than they're meant to live.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and in, and in, in entrepreneurship—it's almost the whole idea of it is that you are serving someone else and you are helping solve someone else's problem. So yeah. your eyes are off yourself, and I think that's really important because. Um, you know, the best way to give is to give to someone, right? And the way, best mm-hmm. way to be blessed is to give. And uh, when we give of our time and we give of our gifts, because really we're just sharing our gifts with the world, um, we are doing a service for people. And I Absolutely. think it's beautiful because when we are an employee, uh, we're just working for someone, right? And it's not, we can feel like, oh, well, we're not, what does it matter? But when you're doing something that solves a problem, and you really get it, uh, then it really does matter. And I think that's that's the beauty of entrepreneurship. And the be- other beauty is the financial side. You can make as little or as much as you want. And I think good people with money do good things. Because um, I'm always thinking about if I if, if I had a lot of money, I don't need a fancy house, but I would love to be able to give it. You know, and just think about different causes and different places I can put it. And I think that's um, entrepreneurship and that capitalism, you know, the American dream is the small business. The American dream is that. And what can you do when you accomplish that dream, right?
1: Well, and I think, I mean, for me, one of the biggest differences that I've experienced is in in corporate, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of guidelines, a lot of restrictions, a lot of meetings about meetings to make sure we address the meeting, you know, and, and <laughs> not always necessarily like what is truly moving our business forward. What it, you know, whatever your business, whether it's sales or help, you know, serving others or service business or whatever. Um, and I find in, you know, in the world of business building, it's a lot more um, it, I, it's required me to raise my my thinking mm-hmm. it's required me to stretch myself it's required me to be uncomfortable um, which that's when I grow that's when I grow the most and that's when you think about humans that's that's when we've all grown the most is when we were we were little and we were falling down and we were getting up and imagine telling your to- toddler oh just stay down if you fall right, right. and I think right. as our society has, has um, you know grown? I find too many people are are like falling down and they're not getting up again, right? Um, I, I think I I think it's brilliant how many of our millennials, for example, are they're not staying at a job for very long. They're you know they're trying new things. You know they're not necessarily doing what's traditional. I have my oldest is in college right now. He's in his third year. And I'll tell you, personally, I don't see that his education has changed much since I was in college. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a travesty how much our kids are graduating with student loan debt and not necessarily getting those jobs that pay what they're what they need to pay that debt back, you know? Oh yeah. So I I don't know. It's funny. Like had you had you asked me you know, three years ago, what if your kid came to you and said, mama, I don't, I don't think I'm ready for college. You know, what would you say? I would have been like freaked out. But now if that happened, you know, I have a a senior in high school. Honestly, if I'm, I'm kind of preparing myself for that because Mm -hmm. I've, I've given him a new example, partly. So I can't, I can't be contradictory con- contradictory to
0: myself now. If that happens, right? <laughs> yeah, well, totally. And I, my mindset is completely different than it was when I went to school too. And so, you know, a lot of people because I'm a homeschool mom, and a lot of uh, homeschool moms still cater to getting them prepped for college. And it's right. not the first thing in my mind. My mind, yes, mm-hmm. if they need to go to college for whatever they choose to do, that's fine. Or if they choose to go. But my mind is I'm prepping them for life and I'm prepping Mm -hmm. them to have an entrepreneur mindset or just to have a, you know, have critical thinking and really understand how to think. And so then they can, um, like, I think one of your things is to be lifelong learners. And that's the thing. If you know how to learn, you can learn anything and you are so much more valuable than if you're learning to pass a test to go to school. And get in mm-hmm. an, right? And so
1: I heard something the other day. One of one of my guests um, on my podcast, her name's Deb, Deb Erickson, um, wonderful woman. She she has this whole neuro neuro training that she does for business owners and salespeople. And she said something that struck me, and it was like, you know, people think about going to college and they obtain their degree as though it's something that once you've obtained it, okay, that's it, you know, I've obtained it, as opposed to really what we should be all thinking is, gosh, I mean, how can I continue to obtain knowledge? Yeah. Um, I mean, and a great example of that, you know, I, I've counseled so many people in corporate, in transition, and I can't tell you how many times people would, would say, would come to me, they had been going for a promotion, right? And they didn't get it. Mm -hmm. And so they go and get an MBA and they spend 50 grand or more on an MBA program. And then they still don't get their promotion. (laughs) The best advice I could say people should do is take a mindset program like Gabe or I offer, put, put your, you know, the mindset shift that's so required of, um, building another income stream, having, you know, passive residual income. That it's gonna it's gonna get you so much more than that $50,000 MBA that may or
0: may not get help you get that promotion that you're looking for you know yes yeah. yeah. the mindset is huge because mm-hmm. if you aren't ready mentally you're not going to physically be there you know and so right. mindset is huge um, and I you know mental training and mental tr- toughness isn't just an exercise. <laughs> It's in everyday life, right? Um, We have to train ourselves to be patient. We have to train Mm -hmm. ourselves to forgive, um, to let down our pride. We have to train ourselves for a lot of things. And um, for promotions um, to become that leader, we train our mind to do that. And Mm -hmm. I think that is honestly what I've learned in my past 15 years of just leadership training. I've learned so much more than I did in school, in my education. Isn't
1: it funny? I know. Yeah. Because it's, I mean, it's really the school of hard knocks. You really are, you know, what better way to then just entrench yourself and have kind of that student teaching of life, you know? Yep.
0: It's like the impressive right? So somebody who went before Uh you is teaching you and training you and um, you still make your own mistakes because that's the best way to learn, Uh but it's getting up from those mistakes. Are you tough enough to do that and get back up and get up as many times as you need to? Um, and I love, I love that you are setting the example for your kids, and that's one of your passions, um, that you teach them to be lifelong learners, um, to have entrepreneurial spe- uh, spirits. Um, why is this really important to you, and what are some ways that you're modeling it for them?
1: Yeah, so it's important to me for a lot of reasons. One is that I I was given this amazing example of a woman and my mother um, She was one of those fortunate souls that she knew from nine years old, she wanted to be a nurse Mm -hmm. and she was a nurse for 50 years. And, um, she got sick shortly after I started my business. My mom was my biggest cheerleader. You know, there was nothing. She was that mom that, you know, I was a gymnast growing up and I was not like your sons. I was not very good. But I, but I was a really good teammate and I was a great cheerleader for my team, you know, and uh, my mom was at every meet and she would always just tell me, honey, you were the best, you know, and I knew in her mind I was right. And so I have this amazing example of this woman that just poured so much belief into me my whole life. And when she passed a year and a half ago now, I remember the last time I saw her, I was laying um, oh, sorry, I'm not going to cry. Um, I was laying on the bed with her and my mom had a brain tumor and she, she struggled to speak the last, um, 10 months of her life, which was so hard. Cause that was, that was how we, we spoke every day. Right. Um, but I remember this moment of clarity that she had, um, that day. And she, she just looked at me and she's like, honey, I have no regrets. Mm-hmm. And and I'm ready for heaven." And it was so profound. And I've told that to people quite often since. And every time I tell it, I feel like I'm I'm not only honoring my mom, but I'm honoring the woman that God wants me to be. Mm. And I'm giving my kids the example of what they can do, right? Um, I, You know, it's funny. I had um, a family reunion on Zoom yesterday. And I know my whole family thinks I'm crazy right now because I've been like in the traditional corporate world forever. I make a fabulous living. Like why on earth would I would I leave that? And I can't explain it any other way that I am just so filled with joy every single day that I wake up since I've made this choice. Am I afraid sometimes? Absolutely. You know, um, am I concerned that, you know, Money, when you first get started, as you know, as a business owner, it's not flowing, you know, in through your doors. Right. But I planned for it. I planned purposely. You know, I have a husband that's just an amazing, you know, support system. And so I'm, I can't even remember the question now, but I think, <laughs> I i feel like, do you feel like, um, did I answer what you were,
0: what, oh, what right. you were, we're asking? We yeah, were <laughs> talking about how you model it for your kids. And really, it's just yeah. and-
1: it really is just. I mean, uh, there's this book that I read. Um, I can't remember the author, but it's so good. It's everything is f- figure outable. Oh yeah, or Marie Forleo. Right? Yes, yes, yes. And I was. It's so true. I mean, like, what? What's your alternative?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So you know, my my reunion with my family. We all kind of went around the, the room, and and s- so many of them just didn't really. They weren't that excited about life and they you know they were kind of just existing that's like abhorrent to me now but but i understand it because i was there not too long ago myself you know right um so i just don't want i don't want to ever ever be in that situation again And I'm going to continue to do what I need to do to make sure that doesn't happen, right?
0: Yes, I love it. And I just think when you are where you know you're passionate and where you know you're being called, you will be blessed. Um, God Mm -hmm. always provides. So it's not always, we're not always going to get what we want. We're not always going to grow as fast as we want, but God will always provide. And he will always know where we are if we are in his will, which is the best place to be, right? And so uh, we're called to move, we move. Um, we're called and I, you know, you and I talked about this. I'm not
1: just a a follower. I'm not a fan of Jesus. I'm a disciple. And if that is true, then I need to be doing what he's calling me to do.
0: And I wasn't. Yeah, yeah, because we. We can, I think we can put ourselves in a box because we're like, well, we're good yeah. at that. People have told us our whole lives that that's what we should do or yeah. whatever it is. And, or the, it's for the title, like a corporate recruiter. That sounds pretty cool. Right. And mm-hmm. so we could be doing all these things, but we're doing them for the wrong reasons. And then when we decide, you know what, that's not where I want to be. That's not where I'm supposed to be. And we move. Then that mm-hmm. is us being a disciple. That is us mm-hmm. um, showing, um, you know, the love of God really through us, us being not scared of the future, not scared of the unknown and Mm -hmm. being willing to do what we think we're called to do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Yeah. so I know we don't have too much time left, but I wanna talk a little bit about some struggles that you've maybe encountered as you've been building and scaling your business. Um, Would you be willing to share a struggle? It could be a mindset or a physical struggle or something that you encountered as you were growing, kind of maybe a, a wall that said, Maybe maybe I'm not supposed to do this, or maybe it's too hard, kind of a thing. Yeah,
1: yeah. So um, one of the you know one of the core principles that I've chosen to to uh, you know approach my business building is creating partnerships with mm-hmm. other like minded people, and um, I think probably one of the biggest struggles that I face is that the majority of people and myself included we are very tied to the employee mindset of of what you know trading our time for money right mm-hmm. and i've always been you know i've always had other income streams i've done more the traditional routes of you know investment properties and and various you know investments in the market and things like that but i never really actually even knew about the four cash flow quadrants and truly shifting your mind, you know, and your your assets to an area where you have a business that's truly producing an income for you. And so that was really that's that's taken the longest time. Because mm-hmm. even though I started down this road of okay, I'm a business, you know, owner now and I'm, you know, I'm no longer having someone else dictate what I'm worth and this and that. I had I I didn't realize how much I relied on what other people thought of me and my success, you know, and, and giving, giving up that, you know, top 10% performer, I guess, title or whatever to now I really have to prove myself all over again. And probably one of the the hardest things is that, that the people that I know and love Mm -hmm. haven't, haven't necessarily, they're not on the same journey as I am you know? And so they don't understand me and they, they don't uh, they're not comfortable with it. And I, I understand, but it's, that's been really hard for me because I thought I've, I've learned a lot about my friendships through, through this time. And I've learned about the mindset of the people that I love and it's nothing against them. It's just that it's been a, a really interesting discovery of who I thought really had my back and not sometimes doesn't necessarily, you know, mm-hmm. um, but then at the same time, this amazing world of entrepreneurship, there are so many people that are like on the same journey and it's such a world of, of just, yes, how can I help you? This abundance mindset, this, well, Everything's figure outable. Of course, we can do that. We just need to know how to do it, right? And let's work together. I love how many people in this world um, that I've met in the last three years. There's so much collaboration. You know, you and I have done it, right? Um, I love nothing more than building, helping build people and collaborating with others. That's it, brings me so much joy. And I think that I was really lacking that in corporate. I really didn't even know I was, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah. And you're so good yeah. at it. It is one of your giftings. It I mean, is. It is. It is. Inspirer and, and collaborating. And I think that's one of the fun things about being an entrepreneur. You really do get to meet all different people from all different places and grow these friendships. I never knew you could grow a friendship online, really.
1: <laughs> I know. Right. Well, and it just, it, it makes you, I, I really feel like I've started, I've turned on my dream machine again. Mm -hmm. You know, I hadn't realized that it had been dormant for so long. Yes. And it's, you know, I mean, I've always been a goal setter and I've always been, you know, a high high achiever. And I've always had these things that I thought were helping my kids be the same, but I had no idea Mm -hmm. how much more there was available, you know.
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And honestly, God wants to give you desires. Like he wants to put those desires in us, but he wants us to use them. He doesn't want them just to sit there. He wants us to explore them and to imagine and to use them one to serve others and to build his kingdom. I think that's what yeah. he his disciples, right? And so if we use them, um, if we don't use them, then we're like that. Um, the parable of the tenant who just buried the coin, right. And yep. that yeah. was the best way to do it. And he didn't invest yeah. it. In Thing. He was. He just didn't want to do anything wrong, right? Yeah. Well, and that brings up a good point, and, and
1: kind of one of the final things I'll share is that when you think about what you might face um, if you decide to hire yourself and take that brave leap, you know, another thing that I think every human experiences is the need for approval from others, and that is a very big problem in our society, certainly in our youth um but i really i've i've done a lot of study on this and every single you know mentorship program that i've done and coaching program they talk about this and mm-hmm. the idea that think think about how often do you make a decision for your life based on what other people may think and the reality is they're really not thinking about us because they're so caught up in their own things, you know? And so, boy, that was so, it's such an interesting topic. And it's such every day that I can purposely train my brain to, to just make decisions based on what I think, what I know God wants me to do and have, it has nothing to do what others, others think or care about. Right. Then I know that I'm doing, I'm doing better and what I'm meant to do.
0: Yeah. I think that is great advice um, to end our time on because I think approval approval addiction is a huge thing, especially for women. We uh-huh. just want to, please, we're people pleasers. We want to make sure that what we're doing isn't going to step on toes and do things. And just like you said, they're not really thinking about you. You know, they're if you not. say something wrong or you say something, you worry about it for a whole day or a week or month or whatever, and they forgot about it. They don't know. They don't remember.
1: They don't care. Yeah.
0: Thinking about and you. Yet, and
1: yet, I mean, there are people, you know, a great example I've shared with you. I... I was married and my, my husband was unfaithful and he was unfaithful with a very good friend of mine. Mm-hmm. And I was blessed with forgiveness for both of them. And as a result of that, we have this crazy blended family now. And yet, guess what? There's been a lot of people in our lives that are not comfortable with how close we are. Right. How right. crazy is that? Yeah. You like, know, we don't right
0: be anymore. Right. Yeah. Right. And that's yeah. The, I mean, God is a God of forgiveness, and He exactly. wants us to be right. And so, and honestly, that's um that is part of the story that you share in the anthology,
1: right? It is. Yeah. My my chapter is on, on the blessings that
0: forgiveness has has given my life. Yeah. So if you guys want to hear more about that story, like I said, we have so many facets we could have gone through today, I know, we just I one. <laughs> but if you want to hear more about that, you're going to have to pick up an, a copy of that anthology. It's good. It's so good. And there's so many life lessons within and, um, but I have so enjoyed having you here, Lisa, and hearing about you taking that leap from corporate to, Uh, hiring yourself, because I know it's a scary, scary leap, but it's worth it. Um, Would you let us know where the best places that listeners could go to connect with you? Because I have a feeling some will want to.
1: Oh, absolutely. Yes. Go to lisawilliamsco.com. We have um, several different programs, including our journey to financial um, freedom and our perfect side gigs program. And then we have a new program that we're creating content for it right now called our dream business launch program it's a 12-week series uh gabe was just gabe was just a guest on our wealth-minded Women series which is so fun and i um i also have a podcast gabe was gabe is a guest on mine it's called dream big nation podcast and lots of other things but lisa williamsco.com you can reach me at lisa at lisa com and we'd love to connect with you however we we can do and um, add value to your life. Awesome. Thank
0: you so much, Lisa. Thank you, honey. I appreciate your time. So lovely chatting. Wasn't that a great conversation? One of my biggest passions really lines up with Lisa's when it comes to helping my kids be lifelong learners as well, and to develop the mindset that they can do a job, they can be entrepreneurs, and they can do what they set their mind to do. If you become a lifelong learner, learning becomes easy and it becomes enjoyable and then you can learn anything and you can have a joy in doing it. And so I hope you were blessed by this conversation. If you are interested in finding out about her program, the side gigs program, I will leave a link in the show notes for you so you can get easy access to it. Lisa has been a blessing in my life already and I hope that she is in yours as well. In all things I pray, you just run your race. I believe in you thank you so much for joining me today i had a great time and i hope you did too before we go though make sure you subscribe to the podcast on your favorite listening platform if you haven't already this will make sure you have access to all future episodes so you don't miss any of them if you resonated with this episode please consider leaving a review on itunes or spotify as reviews are an important part of growing this podcast if you have any friends or family who you think would enjoy this podcast Be sure to take a screenshot and share it with them. And if you're not a part of the free Mindful Mamas online community, consider joining us. It's a community built to provide support, mindset, and encouragement as you develop your gifting, live intentionally, and go after your biggest goals, God's way. Head on over to www.redhotmindset.com to check out the show notes and find the link to join the community. I hope you step into the fire with me each and every episode because I know you will come out stronger. That's all for now. Talk with you real soon. Bye, winner.